Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello. I'm Zoe Lyons and this is Let's Talk About the Husband. I'm here too. I'm Stephen Bailey. And this is where we take a cultural look at all things pop culture. Oh, we do. Can I just get a... Right, we are going to do that. And I promise we'll come back to this. But can I get a couple of things off my chest? Please. I feel like this is the bonus episode. We could call it Let's Talk About the Husband, Zoe's Gripes. I've had quite a long week. Well, I mean, it's been sort of an average... Well, it's been seven days, but it just feels long. Do you ever have one of those weeks that just feels like it's been dragging and dragging and dragging, and every encounter that you have is just slightly irksome? Yeah, it's been I really one of those irksome weeks. Not least because of the political situation that this country is currently in. And I had to sit down yesterday to try and digest my lunch whilst watching the kettle crisp that was Liz Truss <laughs> resign. I, listen, I'm very honest about being like, I am not the most politically savvy. I probably wasn't really as engaged in politics until Mm. COVID happened as I should have been. And we saw all the nonsense there. Like when it's blatant corruption, I mean, every now and again, when you hear things bubbling in the background, you think, oh, I've just left the pan on. But when it is like actual corruption, it's looking you in the face. Do you know what annoys me more about Elizabeth Truss? I love that you call her Elizabeth. Yeah, that's right. Because she's in trouble. Do you know what annoys me the most? One, she still tried to say what she's achieved in her time as Prime Minister. I I know! I cannot! And do you know what else annoys me? My mum told me, don't go after her if she's wrong, that um, they get like a hundred-ish grand a year once they've been Prime Minister for the rest of their life for office costs. I once did a job, right, Mm -hmm. At the local mayor's office, what's mm-hmm. called town hall, town where hall, envelopes for a local candidate, licking envelopes for things to go through the door, and I was talking too much, so I slowed down production. So they didn't ask me to come back after lunch. They didn't <laughs> even pay me for the day. They didn't even pay me for the day. She gets paid for the rest of her life for incompetence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and is, is that how yeah. you feel? So I, I, I just my my eyes were watering yesterday. As she came out and delivered that, I'm going to say, dispassionate speech. I've have I've got cutlery in my drawer that has more depth to it than that person. <laughs> like, I think I could sit down with a fork and have a more humane conversation. I said to my I said to my wife, I said, do you think she went inside and just fucking kicked off like just destroyed the place with a sledgehammer thank you very much and that is why I am resigning (laughs) I went back inside and just went oh fuck it just fuck it just smashed the place up with her started sewing because she's there for the next week and there's nothing like somebody who knows they're going in a position the 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 amount of stationery she's going to nick over the next seven days. I reckon she's sewing prawns into the hems of every curtain, shoving mackerel down the back of the radiators. That's what I. Would I do. think we need a bit of people power. I mean, why are they getting to stay in power as a party? I really don't understand the rules about this because, like, how many times do you get to fuck up? It's just, I mean, it's just, it's anyway. So that was just, that kicked off my day yesterday. That annoyed me as it annoyed the entire nation. 
And then I had to go and do, I went and did a corporate event last night, which I know you, you love. You love corporate. I, I mean, you know what? I mean, they, you know. You guys, let me tell you something. Zoe Lyons has my corporate career that I dream of. Because the thing is, Zoe's an artist. She has passion in her soul. Mm-hmm. I am a money-grabbing hoe. I am to perfect be fair, for I'm going to stop you there, Stephen. I too am a money-grabbing hoe. You're a money-grabbing hoe? Yeah. Listen. You've been on Mot the Week. Can I just, can I show you what I'm wearing today? Please, please. I've gone full um, matching tracksuit. Oh my God, it's the GC. Oh my God. Guys, Zoe Lyons is lying to us. She makes us think she's like this humble one of us. And she is in a velour blue tracksuit. Like she's one of the real housewives of Cheshire. She's wearing a hat so people doesn't see her hair before the hairdresser's been round to blow dry it. I've only got two. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's because of the alopecia. I don't need a hairdresser to blow dry my hair at the minute. I just open a window and go, there we go, done. (laughs) 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 finished do you know what i do right because because i've got my hair is growing back right but i have saved so much money over the last year with haircuts um i get my wife to cut my hair for me but i get her to do it like i'm at an actual hairdresser's so i book an appointment with her this is genuinely oh true. God. I'm like, can oh you do God. three o'clock on Wednesday? And she's like, yes, I can. Then I turn up to the bathroom with my three tufts of hair. And then I show her pictures of hair that I aspire to have, but, but can't, like, ridiculous it's pictures. Very, it's very much back now, though, isn't it? It's sort of coming back. Like, this bit is very much not there in places, but it's very I much... I think when it's fully back... yeah. When it's completed, we should do something eccentric, like diet pink. Um, well, when it is fully back, I'm gonna go full, like I'm, like it's, it's gonna be treated like a princess. Yeah, of course it is. But for now, so it should be. My wife cuts it. I I stand there and I tell her what I want. <laughs> she goes like that, pulls it under the comb, goes snip, finished, and then oh. I look at I look at it in the mirror. And go, oh, oh God, um, we've taken a bit too much off the side. Um, <laughs> she tries to talk her way out of it. I leave the bathroom, cry, and then sort of roughly it oh. up and go, it'll grow back in a week. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a matching tracksuit. I feel very waggy today. I think you are waggy. I've said it before on this podcast. You're secretly showbiz. You try and act like the every man, the every lesbian in hell, but you're not. Yeah. You're like the rest of us. You're shallow and vacuous and like that spoon in the drawer. I'm a spoon in the drawer. You're that spoon in the drawer. Ask me who the um, corporate was for last night. Well, who was the corporate for last night? Well, brace yourself, Stephen, for the... Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm so... (gasps) I mean, the the envy that's going to pulsate through your every fibre. It was for the Refrigeration, Air Conditioning and Heat Pump Association. I would not even assume they had. Oh yeah. A turn. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have a question. So did you have to do like stand up and then awards? How yes. does it work? Yeah, did stand up. If you get Zoe Lyons, what do you get? Do you have to do a quiz? No, I didn't do a quiz last night. I did stand up and then the awards. Um, was this the thing you had a Toblerone at? No, that was something else. I had oh. a I had a four and a half kilo Toblerone at a gig on Tuesday. And was it like a load of um straight white men? Last night at the Ventilation yeah, yeah. Awards, quite, there was yeah. quite a lot of white man in the room. Yeah. Um, and they had a house band. A house band? There was a band on the stage. Ask me what the band was called, Stephen. Oh, I know the answer is what was the band called? Wandering Hands. And did their hands wander? <laughs> did you have to introduce them as well? Yeah. What did, just about. what did you say? Did I mean, you behave? Have they missed a memo? How can you call yourself wandering hands? <laughs> I was when were like, they formed? That, I was, 
Do you know what? They were charming young men as well. They were lovely. They were brilliant. Young men? I thought yeah. you were going to be like, they were like 60-year-olds called Fred. I need to Google no. them. I'm going to no. see when they were formed. Well, apparently they're called wandering hands because they, they normally wander around. I went, I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's enough to call you. Did you I, tell them? I said, I, I think it's problematic. Oh. It's problematic. What did they say to you saying they're problematic? They were like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. I went, it, it's a bit hashtag me too, isn't it? I mean, wandering hands. Oh, my God, it's, I found them. Yeah. Let me tell you, wandering hands about them. Cutting loose from the tangle of wires and amps of a regular cover band, we energetically bound between tables and groups of guests, performing crowd-pleasing versions of hits from the last 60 years. Yeah, they're very, very good. Yeah, they're very, very good. They did a... They they were really, really spot on. Just think the name's a little bit problematic. Oh, one of them's really handsome. Yeah, the lead singer's quite cute. I thought you'd like it. Yeah. Yeah, very nice eyes. And that's Tom. We bonded. Um, Oh, you stay away from Tom. Okay, but here's the other thing that I'm, we'll get, we will get onto the podcast in a minute, but maybe not because I'm really wound up. We don't week. have to. This okay. can be Zoe's gripes. This can be the pitch for you to get your own reality show. You okay. and Cindy. So let me explain to you what happened to you, to me last night at this event for the, um, the refrigerator air conditioning and heat pump association. So is I, it just for I, the people that are in charge of the pumps on these things? Well, I think they install them. They install them. So it's them like the man that brings them. you your fridge. No, not fridges. Um, these are heating and cooling systems that were within the framework of a building. So quite uh, big, core, quite big contracts. Hospitals, schools, factories, that sort of thing. A lot of piping. I made a joke about piping. Which, anyway, did it go well? It didn't really go well. Went nowhere. Like a lot of the piping. Um, I made I made a joke about something dripping on somebody. Can I ask you a question before you tell your story? Because last night you were also like you 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 went down in history last night because you were on the last ever episode of the institution that is BBC's Mock the Week. Yeah. Well, with some of us are watching you at home on that, and then you're performing to these what air cooling unit men. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is what they call balance. Oh, it's completely balanced. Very balanced week. So I'm at this do, Stephen. Black tie. <laughs> they always say to me, it's a black tie and gown. And I'm like, I ain't wearing a gown. I haven't worn a gown. Unless it's a dressing gown, I'm not wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine me turning up in a fucking gown? I turned up in a gown before you, you, you turned up in a gown. You're more likely to turn up in a yeah. gown than I am. You know, and then the the... the Autocue person always says to me, are you wearing heels? I'm like, no, no, I'm no. not wearing heels. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not wearing no, you're a gown. So- I'm not wearing heels. And my face is already done, so don't even ask. <laughs> right? So then we have the rehearsal. And before I start the rehearsal, this AV man, the uh, audiovisual Visual. assistant, yeah, comes bounding up to me and he goes, I want to show you how to use a microphone. No way. What kind of mic is it? Just a handheld? I want to show you how to use a mic. Now, I don't know where I am in my current cycle, but I must have been fairly hormonal because I'm usually quite a level-headed, even person. Oh, no. The rage that flushed from, I'm going to say, the tip of my toes to the top of my tuft. Just... (laughs) It just sort of consumed me like a tsunami of hate. I want to show you how to use the microphone. What did you say? I said, thanks. Okay. Thank God you're here. Because I've only been doing this for 20 years. (gasps) Thank goodness you have arrived to show me how to use... A microphone. And the woman who was organising, I could see the like terror in her eyes. She was like, oh God, the, oh God, the host is going to go. The host is going to go. I'm usually so quiet and placid. Yeah, you are. You are. 
she went, you can hold it however you want. And I went, I am going to shove it up his fucking ass. Oh, not up his fucking ass. Yeah, up his ass. And it was a big microphone. I'm oh going to my- show you <laughs> how to use a microphone. It didn't stop there, Stephen. It didn't then stop what there. Happened? Right? Then what? So, oh, my God. I'm going to show you how to use a microphone. And then he showed me he, he how to use the microphone. Apparently, I've been using it wrong for the last 20 years. We- I don't know how anybody's ever heard me. It's a miracle that I've even been heard. It's incredible that I haven't just been introduced as a sort of mime act, that no, like a, the silent performer, <laughs> because I have been misusing a microphone, apparently, for the last 20 years, an instrument so simple in its design. Well, you say structure. that. I mean, we can never set it up for the podcast. We always struggle. No, but an but a, oh, and I say we, I mean me. <laughs> She's having a breakdown. And guy. then when I came off stage, he went, "Did you see how good that micro? Did you see how I told you no. how to use the mic? Yes, 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 yes. Did you see? Then he back. Then he he like at that point, like one eye started to flicker. Right, one of my eyes started to go like properly. Like I was twitching. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hit him. And he said, "Do you know what we call that?" I said, tell me what you call that. He went, microphone technique. That's what we call oh. it. <gasps> then he backed it up with, you've learned something today. Oh, no, he didn't. He said that to me. Excuse you me, have what? learned something today. Where and was I, this? I what thought, part of the world? You're going to learn something in a minute, mate. The abrasive nature of a microphone up the anal cavity is what you're going to learn. Wow. What? Okay, where in the world was this? Hammersmith. So it was in London? West London, close to the M4. Well, I've got to say, I've got to be honest with you, I'm f- glad someone's finally shown you how to use it. Oh, God! Because hey. <laughs> your microphone technique, honestly, when I saw you at I, Bent Double, when oh, I saw I you at Bent Double... I believe he kept going. That's what we call microphone technique. Huh. Oh, I don't think I've ever been so comprehensively mansplained. Oh, my God. I'm just going to leave that there for a second. Just just let that... that I was... just can You've learned something today. Believe. Mm-hmm. I find people very annoying. Oh, so that's listen. That's, I that's don't even I'm know at. what to say no, to that. No, well, you've learned something. If it was something like the auto cue, maybe you could play along and be like, "Oh, that's interesting." But a stick mic, a mic. Well, there's another thing. I did another corporate earlier this week, and the auto cue stopped oh, working. Oh, you were killing. Did you have your paper one? No, no, it just went blank. It went oh, blank as I went, and the winner is, and then the screen cut out. And I had to go... Because the thing is, with corporates, what happens is every... It's these businesses that one man decides, I know what we should have, comedians and awards, and it's always like, Mm. you know, most attractive in the in the company or, you know, mm. like best salesperson. It's very boring. No one actually wants it really mm. to be, if we're being honest. No one wants it. No one wants to be there. No one wants the comedian. Um, it's one person's idea. So then we get an auto cue because we have to read off these very strange awards, which by the way, we're happy to do. We're oh, I love it. Listen, keep I the love, money coming, listen, baby. Keep the money, keep the money coming. coming. But um, yeah, but then, it really is because you're so disengaged with it. When the auto cue drops, it's like, uh oh, uh oh, that's gone. Yeah. My eyes have gone. Yeah. Best my favourite gone. Go on, no, you go. My my, my the, the best one I ever did was the um, Essex Wedding Awards. <coughs> oh, it was amazing. You I bet that it. was orange. I bet that was orange. Do you know what? See, there was so much fake tan in the room, and each one that came, like every one that came up to the stage the next one was more orange than the next it was just it was a sea a sea of spray tan and um veneer i loved it It it's amazing oh my god you'd have loved it you'd have absolutely loved it i have to say when i've been booked for these corporates 
which is not as many as you. Mm-hmm. I've done as many in my career as Zoe does in a week. Probably. But probably that's true. But what I always find about them is like, there's always something. Do you know what I mean? Like you get to one and you go, oh, how do I get introduced? It's like, oh, so we just thought like, you just walk on. And then it's like, mm. and then I don't know about you, but I always get these, because they never start to like nine o'clock at night, but they mm-hmm. always want you there at like five o'clock because they want you to do a sound check before people come in and do it. I have never had a sound check. I always just end up there at like five. And then everyone's flapping around doing something else because the, I don't know, the the cheese souffle is not souffleing or whatever. And then you walk, then, then there's no thing. And then without a doubt, there's always a sound issue within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. The light's always backlit. So you're always in darkness. Yeah. There's always something. It's like, you get told there's an auto queue and they're like, do you want to just read it off the paper? We've decided to save a cost on the auto queue. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah. But then I actually do ones where I feel like... Mm-hmm. Do you know there's an awards to the wards? No. There's an award ceremony for people who do award ceremonies. Oh, you're so lucky. It's, it's like being caught in an Escher painting. The thing is, though, if your TV career ever took a nosedive, which is not because you're thriving, mm. but if it ever took a nosedive, mm. the amount of corporates you do, you can just live your best life off corporates. Do you reckon? Yeah, probably. Well... Yeah. See, the two things feed off each other. We should start the podcast. We're 20 minutes in. I'm really enjoying this, though, a little so bit. So I really I- had to get that off my chest this morning. I've been, I woke up angry. I well, woke up I've- angry. Me and you both, sister. Me and you both. I've got a gripe. I've Go. got a gripe. Hit me. Right. So, basically, Unbreakable's airing at the minute. And it's been... Review- Is that the thing you know- that you're starring in on the BBC currently? You mean prime BBC time- One's primetime new series Unbreakable starring me, Stephen Bailey, my partner, Rich, Denise Wells, Shirley Ballas, Rob Beckett and more. You mean that one? That's the one. Yeah. So, um, obviously, we've come in prime time. There's eyes on you, which mm. leads to problems. Now, obviously, everyone loves me because I'm nation's sweetheart. People just don't know it yet. Um, but we didn't know with Cheryl at first, you know. We thought she was just rough. Mm. And we loved her. Okay, that's what's going to happen to me. Shift a bit of timber. Get the right outfits. Everyone's going to fall in love. Cry on cue. So anyway, what? so Unbreakable has had a very scathing review from um, a TV critic, allegedly, called Jane Garvey. Right. Do you know who this is? I don't know Jane Garvey. Okay, this makes me feel so good because, right, first of all, you don't have to like the show. You don't have to like the format. You don't even have to like me, Rich, Charlie Mullins, whoever. You don't have to like anyone, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole point about being a TV critic. You could be like, what they bring into the show, da 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 With me, she goes, there's also, it's something like, and comedian Stephen Bailey, brackets, no me neither, close brackets. So her only comment on me is that she has not heard of me. I cannot bear. I have so many levels about what I can't bear about this. Like I say, hate me. Hate my dick jokes. Call me Phil. Hate my Radio 4 special. Hate anything I do. Hate me. Hate the person I am. Hate the things I stand for. Whatever. But what really annoys me is this when it's like, when you go on a show like this and they're like, who? And I don't mind when the general public do it because it's like, if if like Brian is tweeting, ooh, never heard of him. It's like, I've not heard of you either, Brian. But what I can't bear it is your job is a TV critic, which says to me, you understand TV. Mm. You understand radio. You understand broadcast. We all have to start somewhere. Yeah. We are like nobody, Holly Willoughby, didn't, wasn't born famous. Mm. She had to start somewhere. And when she was doing kids TV, there would have been loads of people that had never heard of Holly Willoughby. Mm-hmm. And then when she got Dancing on Ice, it would have opened her up to a new audience. Mm. And I then when she cannot... jumped, it opened her up to a massive audience. Ooh, anyway. Girl. Ooh, girl. Um, <laughs> I like when Zoe Lyons gets sassy. <laughs> when Zoe Lyons becomes a gay man, I think that's what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. So I just find it, first of all, I find it for someone that is critiquing mm-hmm. 
very lazy of their job. Yeah. To go, who, who, well, do you know what? It, clearly you don't watch Live at the Apollo. Would I lie to you? Celebs on the fan, Coronation Street, Celebrity Coach Trip. So just because you've not heard of me, second of all, I'm at the start of my journey. And do you know what was amazing though? I mean, I don't know if this was honest, but I got a tweet off someone that claimed that they worked with this reviewer on a daytime BBC show where she was the host. Right. And they said, I cannot believe that she is saying this because she was the unknown host on a yeah. BBC daytime show. And they said, the show was shit, <laughs> but she was fantastic. So it's amusing that she's forgot to look at things in that way as an unknown. Yeah. Give it a chance. But it really irks me, the who thing, because first of all, it's like none of us are walking around being like, who, who, who. But actually, it's like there's, it reeks of classism and snobbery because it's mm-hmm. like, I have done 10 years on the circuit. I'm yeah. allowed a chance. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And also, it's like, like I say, it's going, well, you're not watching a lot of shows because actually, I'm on fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like you said, you just mentioned her name and I went, who? So, yeah. Right back at you, sister. It's like when people say, Okay, you, you do something that people don't like. So what they then refer to you as is Zoe Lyons, brackets, so-called comedian. Yes, it's exactly like that. Oh, my God. Nothing makes my nipples curl like a Moroccan slipper. When somebody <laughs> uses that phrase, so-called comedian. 100 Oh! It's oh, my God. So- it's so lazy because you can say you can say I don't find it funny or this, but it's like you can't say so-called comedian when you've been doing it 20 years that's your job that's like because you know it's like do you know how many like service people I've had round to like do a paint job to fix something to fix a boiler like a plumber that's come to fix a boiler and then the boiler's not fixed you don't call them a so-called plumber it's like they're a fucked up plumber <laughs> It's really annoying. Like if a builder comes round and it's like they ran out of tiles, so they just leave one tile. You're like, well, I don't call you a so-called builder. I call you a fucking chancer. Come and hang me last tile. I'm Zoe Lyons, so-called comedian. And I'd but really appreciate it if you could show me how to use a microphone. I just think with her as well, it's like going, one, you've, in my opinion, you have not watched this show because it's all like, oh, do I want to see... Um, comedian Stephen Bailey, brackets, no, me neither, like, deal with his boyfriend's loud breathing. And it's like, we, we, I literally, I don't, I think I say that as a joke in an interview. I don't think we cover that once in the show. Maybe we do. But what I find just so funny is going, why don't you talk about what I bring to the show and be like, like, I talk about the homophobia, me and Rich Faith. Why yeah, don't you say... That's, and that's really interesting and really poignant and very moving. And, yeah, but also, why don't you say, at least be like, oh, and he wangs on about homophobia. Say something like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> at least if you want to put me down, say something about the job I've done on screen, not about the fact that someone has given me a chance at the start of my career. It's because we give these people too much power. That's why. We assume because they're wielding a pen that somewhere yeah. gets writ and somebody reads it. We give them too much power. And, it, you know, there are incompetent reviewers. There are incompetent prime ministers, as we're finding out. Should we get on oh, with the show? Yeah, we probably should. We've only got 25 minutes left. But we've picked a great one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, you told me to watch. We've gone back to our original source. The font from which this podcast was spawned from. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Season 12 reunion, part one. Season 12. Christ. Reunion, part one, which I watched on a train angrily last night after being told how to use a microphone. I've got a couple of questions. Go on. Who's Andy Cohen? So let me tell you, this is kind of why I love America. And kind of why I hate Britain. So Andy Cohen is a TV producer. Oh. And he and he worked his way up. And then he was an executive at Bravo. And do you know what Andy Cohen did? What? They said to him, they were like, listen, we want to do this show, like, where we kind of discuss Bravo TV shows. So much happens at the end. So we can have the this, bra- they call them Bravo celebrities. So we can have the Bravo celebrities on as guests and maybe explain themselves a bit more because this was it all started before like kind of Twitter and Instagram really blew up so then they'd go onto his show so they were like oh and it was like a little like a little 10 minute thing for like Mm. Bravo the website and then it kind of and then he it did quite well so he as a Bravo exec just essentially commissioned it as a TV show and it has never been cancelled because he's still an exec, I believe. He might not be an exec at Bravo anymore, but yeah. So Andy Cohen is basically an exec producer, made himself a presenter on all these shows. He's done quite well for himself, hasn't he? Yeah. He, I think he's really handsome. Do you hate him? Is that what you're going to say? No, I quite, I, I, I wasn't sure at first, but I warmed to him because um, he does actually take the piss out of them yeah. quite nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The level of maintenance that's required to present these women on television is astonishing. I think they turn up at like five in the morning to get their makeup and hair. I believe on this episode, the first one arrived at like ten past five. Wow. And as you know, it takes me to do my makeup. Well, I don't need the answer. It's like six minutes. Oh, you're very generous. Yeah. I can do it in five. Jesus. Do you know what makes me laugh, though, is it, it tells you what time they started the recording reunion, and that was 11am. So that means they were there for, like, five or six hours. Oh, that's a, lo- that's a long time. So they were discussing various bits and pieces that had gone on. And, of course, there's always a bit of gripe and, and, and uh, argy-bargy between them. But something happened in this episode that's actually really changed my mind about reality TV, Stephen. In a good way. I think we've... Yeah, it, Holy, oh. I wish I had a shot. I wish I had a shot of Kathy Hilton's tequila right now. Genuinely changed my mind. Go. And I was a little bit taken aback. This podcast is finally complete. It's We've almost completed every level. So they were talking about an episode where they went to um, Jamie Lee Curtis's charity event... My hand in yours. My hand in so yours. So chic. So chic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, some of the charities on this. I sent you the yeah, uh, homeless, not toothless. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they went to Jamie Lee Curtis's charity where she was selling off stuff. Um, And they were talking about that. And then they got Jamie Lee Curtis on the reunion episode. She turned up because she said she was astonished at how influential um, 
the the housewife show was on her charity like it had a huge impact when she appeared on the show it had a massive impact on her charity sales of things went up huge amount of uh, money coming in and jamie lee curtis would basically there say thank you and uh her, show her appreciation my jaw dropped it's jamie lee curtis yeah she's like she's a demigod to me is she? Yeah. I like yeah. her in Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan. I have, don't like her in that. <laughs> I've, I, uh, what was the show she did with um, John Travolta where they do the... Um, oh, I've only seen her in Halloween and Freaky Friday. It's quite a lot of leotard. Anyway, she's, but she's Jamie Lee Curtis. She's Tony Curtis's daughter. She is... Hollywood elite. Hollywood elite. Do you know our friend Kerry Godleyman had lunch with Jamie Lee Curtis in, in LA? What? Yeah. She When she told me, I could not believe I went, you did what? She went, yeah, we had lunch. Because Kerry Godleyman is so normal. I always forget how famous she is. Yeah. Yeah, she's really, really famous. And yeah, our mate had lunch with Jamie Lee Curtis. Producer Paul is telling me the <clears> film's <throat> called Perfect. That's what it is. Well, there's a lot of um, gyrating, gyrating in leotards. Uh, Google it after this podcast because it's oh. it's quite eye watering. John Travolta used to be really fit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Beautiful. But Jamie Lee Curtis, I couldn't believe it, and she was there being very, um, uh, very kind and very. Um, I thought she was very sincere. Very sincere. And, Honestly, um, have you seen the clip where they're talking about her there? Where because you know she names the wind chime after Dorit, the Dorit yeah. chic wind chime. Have you seen that clip? Very chic. So chic. So chic. Dorit's like that is so chic. Oh That's my god. So chic. Oh my that god. That is so the chic. chicest candle. I've, and she goes, mm, oh my god, I can't, I can't. That is so chic. Like it is. <laughs> Well, Jamie. No producer could script that. She renames the charity, doesn't she? So chic. Um, So it's lovely. It's the brand, the chicest children's charity. Yeah, chicest. Your face when that was out must have been beyond. I couldn't believe. I was like, wow. Okay, if Jamie Lee Curtis can can get on board with the housewives, can get on board with this, then Zoe Lyons has to. Really knuckle down and get on board with this and see their value. Yeah. Then what happened was I watched a clip about homeless, not toothless, and it all (laughs) fell away again. (laughs) So I've got to set up this. You guys, if you've not seen it, maybe we could do a little link to it in the notes. But a, a, a magazine, I can't remember which one, I'll find out, but like a legit TV reviewing magazine claimed that this was the best eight minutes of TV on the whole TV spectrum in 2022. Obviously, we're only in October. But they've claimed it is the best eight minutes of TV this year, which is the ladies sat around with the homeless, not toothless charity. Okay, I have so many questions about this. Please. I was trying to explain this to my boyfriend this morning in bed. He was like, what's the aim of the charity? And I was like, they give homeless people a new set of teeth. And he was like, why don't they just give them a house? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's it's, that's the name. The charity's called Homeless Not Toothless. And he was like, but veneers yeah. would probably get you a small house. You see, this the, the Americans are obsessed with teeth, aren't they? Yeah. Absolutely obsessed with teeth. Yeah. Um, it's why I got mine done. Have you, you haven't got veneers, have you? Not veneers, though. I just, I got them done. They're my teeth, but I just got them all, like, shaped and put in place. Did you? Yeah, I had braces. And then when my braces were done, they shaped them. So they're like, see how they're all like... Okay. Oh, they're, I mean, they're a good shape. Yeah, yeah. Have you had them whitened? Yeah. Have you? With what? I don't know, like the the whitening bleach they give you at the orthodontist. Do you have to? Do you have? Do you have one of those lights that you put in your mouth and sit there with it? No, on? I don't know if they're nonsense. I've never used them, but the 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 bleaching gel I know works. And you bleach, but doesn't that take the enamel off your teeth, and then you're just left with sort of useless stumps? Hey, 
<laughs> Who am I to argue? <laughs> I've not got a stump yet. See, I've got, okay, I struggle <clears throat> with this. Homeless, not toothless. Because homeless. I think if I... I if think I, it is so funny though when they mess it up. Toothless, not homeless. Toothless. Yeah, and then, and then they're going... Guys, this is a very serious charity. They keep going, okay, it's an important charity. It's not got a great name, but it's an important charity. And the piece de resistance, pour moi, is when Kathy Hilton goes, um, she says, listen, I know how important it is. I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, did she, did that just come out just of, come out her, of mouth? her mouth? Very like, much like the toothless, toothless, not homeless. They need to rename this organisation. It's a terrible name. It's an awful name. I worry that if I ever move to LA, which, you know, could happen. Will um, happen. Yeah, me, so-called comedian, moved to LA. Um, they'd make me change my teeth because I've got a big gap in my teeth. I've always worried uh, Ma- about that. Madonna has a big gap. Yeah, didn't she have hers put in? Don't know. I don't know whether they... Uh, I mean, look at it. You end up having to have a different head. Why? Well, if you look at the housewives... Yeah. No one's face is quite the same, allegedly. I'm hypothesising, in my opinion. What do you mean no one's face is quite the same? No one's well, they don't the look necessarily the same as they did in season one. Oh, they've had a lot of work. Drift. Oh, I see. They've had a lot of work. Oh, allegedly. Some... Allegedly. I... They like... sue everyone over there. Allegedly. Allegedly, they've had some maintenance i so i worry that they'd make me get rid of my gap no i don't think they would no no you see i have this fear of losing my teeth um that means something that let me google it gap in your teeth no losing your teeth you said that's anxiety um a couple of years ago i i had a mishap coming out of a taxi whereby the top half of my body decided to vacate the taxi and the lower half of my body decided it was quite happy in the taxi. And when I opened the door, the top half of my body left the taxi, leaving the bottom half of my body behind. And um, you can't walk without legs, it turns out. And I face-planted straight into a pavement, breaking my nose. Uh, is this in a dream in real life? This is a real life situation. Oh my god! Yeah, and um, uh, it was quite dramatic, and it it, it was. I ended up in A and E, um, and <laughs> alcohol had been involved, but I tried to sort of style it out and pretend alcohol hadn't been involved when the oh, doctor yeah. asked me. And I said, oh, I think I just, my blood sugars must have dropped and I got a bit dizzy and that's why I fainted or fell on the floor. It was only when I left A&E that I realised that I had still got felt-tip pen moustache on my face because we'd we'd been drawing on each other's faces. That's how drunk we'd got. Uh, And uh, and I'd I'd left with a sort of David Niven-esque moustache still on my face. Oh, no. Anyway. I broke my nose, which I I was sort of grateful for because I thought if I'd knocked my teeth out, I'd have had to have had replacement teeth. And I always worried that my teeth wouldn't get replaced like my teeth are because I have this big gap in my teeth. So they'd give me the sort of Osman chipmunk inside of an orange peel style teeth and it just wouldn't look like me. I worry about that. I think you can say no to it. By the way, yeah, the fear of teeth falling out is called odontophobia. Odontophobia. That's what you have. It's to do with, um, it's very much an anxiety. Do you have that dream where your teeth fall out? No, I have anxiety dreams literally about everything else. Not the teeth falling out dream? No. Do you know what I have a real dream about all the time? What? So I have two strange dreams that are like recurring. I don't have them like every night, but several times a year where it's like, obviously it's on my mind. One is that I've not actually graduated from uni. Yep. Yep. I really have that where it's like, oh my God, I didn't finish my degree or I've got outstanding bills for my degree. It's so weird. Yeah. That's a very vivid one. And the other one I have is um, I'm always getting arrested and taken to jail. Oh, what for? 
I don't even know what for. I'm just always getting arrested. Oh, that's I, interesting. I clearly have a fear of being in trouble or something. Yeah, right? I don't know. I haven't heard that one. No. I have I have two. One is that I haven't studied for an exam and it's the next day. Oh, okay. Similar to the uni one. And yeah. it's always history or biology. Did you study those? No. Oh. Yeah, it's always history or biology. Do you have a degree? Yeah. What's it in? Psychology. No, you don't. I do. Oh, my God. You should be able to figure out everything that's going on with you. Well, I didn't really turn up to tutorials. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's always history or biology. And then I realise the exam is the next day. And somebody gives me the book. And it's like a foot thick. And I'm I'm not going to learn this in a day, am I? And I'm trying to cram about biology in a day. Like plants, photosynthesis. That'll do. Photosynthesis. Sometimes I would say, why did we need to know about that? I don't know, because we're not plants, are we? So it hasn't Um, really... I'll tell you another little rant as soon as we're having a gripe episode. Hmm. Maths. GCSE maths. They teach you Pythagoras theory. They Mm. teach you right angles. They don't teach you how to do a fucking tax return. No, that's true. Or hang a A legal requirement. A legal requirement. I hear you, sister. I'm right with you. The other dream that I have, nightmare dream, I'm in a play, but I haven't learned the part and I'm in the wings and I'm just about to go on and I'm dressed in a pair of tights and a frilly blouse with a sword, but I have no idea what my role is in the play. I feel like that could be real. That and it's and and always in the dream there's somebody with a copy of the script in their hand beside me and I'm going, Let me see my part and they go, No, you're just gonna have to wing it. And I'm like, please, just let me see. Give me a synopsis of what oh I'm supposed God. to do in this play. And they go, no, you just have to wing it. So, And I always have to go on stage going, I'm here in my tights. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, horrible. So are you playing like Robin Hood or something in that dream? No, not Robin Hood. I think more sort of Shakespearean. Interesting. Mm. So I'm not Panto. No, not Would you ever do a panto? Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I've learned never to say never to anything. That means you totally would if I've... the money spoke, honey. <laughs> Just did a picture of us. <laughs> I, I am. Um, would I do pan- Oh, God, I would, Stephen. You know I would. I say you would yeah. if someone said to you because guys pantos can pay quite well if you're like really famous yeah so I wouldn't get paid very well according to Jane Garvey but <laughs> Zoe you could get 40 grand or something for panto season you see I don't even think that's quite I don't think that's a lot of money to to expose yourself to that level of screaming child for are a you month. kidding no you should do it no for I've been to a panto and the noise, the noise <laughs> and the, I mean, I just, I was so overstimulated by the time I left. I was like, I couldn't do. The other thing about panto is they go on for hours. They go on, they for, go on. for hours. So Two and a at, half, three hours. I'm, oh, it's longer than that, babe. Oh, at our local oh. theatre. Right, where the local theatre is, there's only limited, like, street parking. So everyone just parks in Asda. But there is a three-hour maximum in Asda, <laughs> right, of parking before you get a ticket. And so what happens is the last act, no one's in because everyone's gone to get their cars. Out of Asda. That's how long they are. Oh, I went to one a couple of years ago. I could not believe it. I could... I could I just couldn't accept that it was going on for this long. Yeah. It was painful. Um, so to perform in that, and the thing is they used to they used to do three shows a day on matinee days. They'd do three shows. Now it's only two. I know this because I was talking to um, uh, a famous 90s pop star recently who I can't mention <gasps> for various reasons. Who would uh, that have been? 
But they do panto, and they were saying, yeah, it's hard work, very hard work. Interesting. What, mm. um, I think, you, would you ever do like a play, like a serious play? Yes. Interesting. Yes. I My friend Laura Whitmore is in, um, two, is it 222, a ghost story? Yeah. yeah. It is phenomenal. Like, Have you seen it? I went to go and see it and, you know, I know Laura Axe. Yeah. But I know, I, as far as I knew her work, I know her as a great presenter, a great broadcaster. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I wonder what it'll be like. Yeah. She was she was fantastic. The play was so fantastic. Is it scary? It's like jumpy. <gasps> yeah. And um, it's it's one of those things where I came out straight away and I texted a load of people, was like, you should go and see this. You should go and see this. You should go and see this. Like, um, Did you Matt, scream? Of course. And I was sat on my own. Like, I was like, oh, I've just got on my own. I've got the night off. Just a box of Maltesers. <laughs> American woman sat next to me. Box of Maltesers. Glass of Shad. Uh, American woman sat next to me. And because I was just kind of like on my own, like watching my friend, I kept jumping. I'll tell you who was fantastic in it. Matt Willis from Busted is in it. All right. He is fantastic. Is he? And the night I was there, Cheryl Cole was there. All a coincidence. Oh. All a coincidence. I am always one step away from being best friends with Cheryl. Oh, the, the Cole. Oh, what's happened to her? What's she doing? Uh, she's laughing at us all as she sat in a mansion living off her millions. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> I feel like we didn't even get into some other stuff. No, we didn't, did we? I, I'm, I'm so, I was so powered by... Um, Being told how to hold a mic. It's going to take me a week to come down from that. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to take me a week pod. to come down from this. Listen. It was a fact that I kept backing it up. Yeah. You learned something tonight, didn't you? It's the fact that no one... Like, if you were the organiser and saw your eyes start twitching, you would go up to him and go, stop telling her about the mic. Just the organiser did again. see my eyes twitch and said, "Yeah, you can hold the mic however you want. But why not t say to him, you're making her twitch? So, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't fully concentrate on the podcast this week because I Listen, was so angry. we can... I think it was one of our best yet. Maybe I need to up my HRT. I don't really know what that is. I don't really know what it is, but it just stops me from punching people in Tesco. Is it a patch? No, I don't have the patch. I have a tablet. All right. Apparently it's made out of horse piss. Do you have to take it? Uh, yes, I do. Because if I don't... <laughs> all... All hell will break loose if I don't. When oh I started God. to... Do you reckon uh, the real Housewives of Beverly Hills must be on HRT? They must be on HRT. They've got Couldn't to be. Say. They've got to be. Because they're angry anyway. I started... When I started to take... I went to the doctor. <laughs> this is how I went. And I went, they went, what can I help you with? And they went, I can't do this. They went, sorry? And I went, whatever this is, this midlife menopause thing. I mean, I can't do it. You're going to have to make this stop. And they went, what do you mean? I went, I can't do this shit. I can't do this road rage, uh, hormonal <laughs> swinging, um, just uh, eating like a, a rabid wolf at midnight with my fists, uh, the anger, the heat. I, I went, I can't do it. I said, I don't care if other women do it. I don't care if they tofu their way through it. I don't care if they Tibetan <laughs> singing bowl their way through it. I don't care if they yoga their way through it. I ain't doing it. And I went, there's got to be a tablet to make this stop. And they went, oh, we'll give you that. Give oh, my God. Yeah. And actually, it stopped. It was fine. Good for you, yeah. girl. Yeah. So, let's talk about your husband of the week. Right. Well, as a change to the normal programming... It's going to be a husband and a divorce of the week for the first time. Ooh, yeah. go. Discuss. I will marry that man that showed me how to use a microphone last night. <laughs> I will woo him 
for years with presents <laughs> and um, I'm going to say sexual titillation just because I don't say it often <laughs> enough. I will make him feel like an absolute champion. I will make him feel like a king and I will marry him. And then as soon as we're married, I'll take a microphone and a huge run up <laughs> and shove it. Shove it up his ass and go. <laughs> well, we've all learned something now, haven't we? We've all learned something. This is fantastic. Yeah. That, my friend, is called microphone technique. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's fantastic! You're having hate sex with him. Oh, hates him! Oh, it's gonna. St- oh, I've really got to let this go. <laughs> Dear humble listener, what you can't see is Zoe is now on all fours in her bedroom, <laughs> catching her breath. <laughs> oh god. I've got to, have to oh, I've got to go and do something for charity or something today, just to cleanse myself oh, of this aggression. Fuck it out! Oh. oh my god! Oh. oh my god! Well, I'm just going to pick Andy Cohen. Okay, I think fair he enough. Really fit, and he has my dream job. That's. I can see uh, that for you. I can see you together. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I think I'd blow him, and he'd give me a career. <laughs> Well, I love so it's Stephen. similar it's, to you. Uh, it's the level of class that you bring to this podcast. It's just Thank you. second to none. Well, I'm not shoving a microphone up anyone's ass. Oh, that's true. That's true. What do you bring? And and it, it's a it's it's cordless. The microphone I'm shoving up his ass, so he can go anywhere with it. Oh my god! Yeah, he's god. not tethered to a. Well, if he stands too near a speaker, he'd get all that feedback. Oh, that was another thing he said. <laughs> oh shit. We were nearly free. We were nearly free, everyone. He said, did you notice any feedback? And I went, no. And he went, that's because I did my job properly. (laughs) Oh! Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to have to double drop my HRT today. I'm going to have to. I'm honestly, I'm standing in the corner. I'm double dropping HRT. Otherwise, I'm going to have to find the name of the company that supplied him and track him down and kill him. (sighs) No audio experts were harmed during the making of this episode of Let's Talk About the Husband. No, they weren't. Oh, guys, that was a really enjoyable episode for me. I mean, you lot might think we have lost our shit. Yeah, we sort of... But I... We went off-piste with this one. Sorry, we didn't... I didn't really get into the episode of... um, uh, Listen, we can come back to it. Can we come back to it? Can we come back to it? Because by the next time we record, all three parts of the reunion will have aired, so we can really go deep into it. Okay, well, let's do that. Let's okay. do that. Oh, I'm going to have to go and breathe or something somewhere. You look like you're going to have a heart attack. I'm um, really okay. wound up. I know. Okay, well, let's say bye to everyone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share, tell your friends to listen. We really appreciate you. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. A podcast from producer Paul.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.